welcome to the Live Healthy with Laura podcast, where being healthy no longer has to be so hard and dieting and restricting and stressing every day. Yeah, those are things of the past. Allow me to help you dive into freedom and apply simple, practical strategies to your life that will help you become the happy, healthy, and vibrant person you have always dreamed of being. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We are at episode 60. Today, we are talking about cholesterol. I'm super excited. Um, But before we dive in, I just have to tell you guys that yesterday... I, you know, I always try to challenge myself and do things that scare me and I might be 34 years old, but something that scares me is something I did yesterday. I, my friend, my dear friend lives in another city now and I dropped the kids at school and I drove to where she lives and I, I could get lost in a paper bag, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go navigate the city so I can go see my friends and Hey, I like to challenge myself. I said I can do it. I might not be the passenger. My husband might not be driving me, but I'm gonna figure that. I'm gonna figure it out, even though the city's huge. Anyways, I um, I made it and we had a great time. And then on my way back, as I'm driving down the road, like jamming out to country music, I see a rock fly straight at my face. And it was one of those fight or flight moments where there's nothing you can do. You're just driving and you see this rock coming at you. And thank God for thick windshields, <laughs> but my windshield cracked as I'm going like 80 miles an hour down the road and it was an experience. Um, but this is just my reminder to you all that you've got to work on your nervous system day in and day out, morning, noon, and night, because something like that experience where you're like, oh, do I need to get off the road? You know, like, am I going to make it home? Just like all those thoughts that rush through your mind, you know, those fight or flight moments, that cortisol release is real and it can really set you back. And if you have any autoimmune conditions or anything like that, you know, if you have a moment like that, it can actually spark um, a flare up and even, you know, it can wreck your day. So always be prepared for when life can happen, right? For when things are going to literally fly your way. Um, So just my reminder to you, to whoever needs to hear it, to take a pause, take a breath before you get in the car, say a prayer before you navigate a big city and just take care of your nervous system because I was able to navigate, (laughs) navigate the city. I was able to get back home and with my cracked windshield and it didn't wreck my day like years ago it would have because I would have been living on edge, living, pounding the coffee, living on very little sleep, burning the candle at both ends and something like that would have wrecked me, would have ruined my day. And I would have felt jittery and keyed up till the second I went to sleep. So totally random and off topic, but just something that came to mind to me, mind to me yesterday is that when we care for our body, it can heal, it can, well, heal us, yes, but it can also withstand turbulence, the turbulence that life sometimes brings at us and the rocks that are literally flown at us. So, all right, moving on though to cholesterol. All right, I've had this topic on my mind for so long because it's a big, there's a big stigma around cholesterol and I just want to talk about it. First of all, what is cholesterol? Well, by definition, cholesterol is simply just a waxy substance produced by our liver and it's one of those major building blocks that we need, hence the word we need, to produce our 
hormones and to produce bile for proper food digestion and fat digestion. It also helps our body um, make and absorb vitamin D. And lastly, it's a huge component um, to maintaining proper brain and nerve function. So cholesterol does a lot for our bodies, in our bodies, and we need it. We need cholesterol. And this is something that our modern day world might have scared you away from, but I, I want to talk about it today. I want to hopefully change your mind about cholesterol. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about the types of cholesterol. We're going to talk about, you know, what can happen when we don't focus on eating the right way. But I just want to debunk some myths. So um, cholesterol myths that, you know, tend to circulate in our modern day world. Starting with number one, all cholesterol is bad. Wrong. It's it's not all bad. As you've already heard, cholesterol is a necessary component to building hormones. It aids our gut. It helps our body be able to function, um, actually make and absorb um, vitamin D. It keeps our immune system uh, strong. And so it actually helps our brains and our nerves function properly. And so all that being said, cholesterol is an essential a component to maintaining one's health. And it is not all bad. So I just wanted to throw that out there first. That being said, buckle up, pay attention, get a piece of paper out and a pen because I am going to talk to you guys about cholesterol in depth. Um, so there's a couple of forms of cholesterol and it does matter what type of cholesterol we're referring to. So we have two types. We have HDL and LDL. HDL is also known as high density lipoprotein. And it's also known as the good cholesterol because it has the innate ability to scrape our artery walls clean from plaque and the negative form of cholesterol, which is known as LDL. So we have HDL, that's the positive form. Then we have LDL, which is the um, it's also known as high density lipoprotein, but that's considered the bad cholesterol because it does quite the opposite of what HDL does. And it raises our risk for heart attack and stroke. And it contributes to plaque buildup in the inner wall of our arteries. You know, picture a tube, picture a hose and picture, um, you know, rust or debris or whatever building up, building up on the inside of that tube or that hose, making the, the, the entryway or the way the the narrowing much narrow much more narrow so that way say the fluid the water whatever the blood in our body it struggles to pass through and then this plaque actually hardens our arteries which is a whole nother problem so um ldl we definitely want to limit that we want to keep that um at a in a healthy um place we don't want that to get too high but then we also have triglycerides which is the fat or lipid buildup in your blood so you know the fat in your blood is the simplest way to think of it so you want your hdl your healthy hdl high density lipoprotein to be at a 60 milligrams per deciliter um on your blood panel or higher that's optimal it'll sometimes say depending on the lab that you go to 40 or higher but really optimally, you want to be 60 or higher. And then you want your LDL to be at 130 uh, milligrams per deciliter or lower and your triglycerides at 150 um, milligrams per deciliter or lower. So we have 60 or higher for the HDL, 130 or lower for LDL and 150 or lower for uh, triglycerides. But the total cholesterol ideally needs to be 
under 200. Um, that's the goal. Now, myth number two is that the lower the cholesterol, the better. That is wrong as well because actually it's been shown to be detrimental to have a total cholesterol level reading at any lower than 160 milligrams per deciliter. Um, it's actually been linked to a shorter, um, shorter lifespan uh, for several reasons. Lower hormone production like cortisol, progesterone, testosterone, estrogen. Remember, cholesterol is the building blocks of these hormones. It's part of the building block. Um, the building blocks, it's part of the um, composition of these hormones. And so if we don't have enough cholesterol, we're going to be lacking in these vital hormones that keep us functioning optimally. Um, also, uh, another reason it's dangerous to have low cholesterol is it's less, we have less protective barriers for our brain, which has been linked to depression, anxiety, and memory loss. Um, less absorption rate of vitamin D, increased certain risk of cancers. So yes, you heard me right. If your cholesterol is actually too low, you have a, risk, a greater risk for um, getting non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, breast cancer, lung cancer, several others. But the point is, there's a sweet spot, which is 160 to 200. You don't want it to be above 200, but you don't really want your cholesterol, your total cholesterol when you get your blood panel done, to be below 160. So it is not... The goal is not to go as low as you possibly can. Um, now, I'm just going to say this once about statins or cholesterol-lowering lowering medications and then leave this, at the, leave this here. But the cholesterol-lowering statin movement is a trillion-dollar-a-year business. So sometimes it is the safest thing to be on for a little while, um, especially there's you know people that have had strokes, heart attacks, um, near-death experiences that it's putting their, you know, it, it's the most important thing for them to stay safe. It's some, it's a component that they need, but I'm just going to challenge you to please find a doctor that is willing to work with you from a holistic standpoint or mindset, even if they're not trained in the holistic field. Um, I hope that you can find a doctor that's willing to work with you. And if they feel comfortable, put, uh, put medication on hold for a three month time period. If they are, you know, if, if they find it to be something that you could do, you know, if they say this is safe, you're on the, you're in the yellow zone, you're not in the red zone, you know, maybe you're teetering the line where you could need medication. If that's you, I'm going to challenge you to have the conversation with your doctor and ask them if they can give you three to six months to change the way you eat, to change the way you live, which we'll break down in, in just a little bit. Um, this is not me telling you to not comply with your doctor. This is not me telling you to take yourself off your medication. I will never tell you to do that. But I'm going to still challenge you that before you go on medication, always be willing to have that conversation and advocate for yourself. You know, every medication and many supplements can come with side effects. So just ask them, you know, can I have a three to six month period to work on these levels from a natural standpoint? Most doctors will actually say yes if you're willing to do the work. A lot of the doc a lot of doctors out there will will actually be quite happy to hear that you're willing to do the behind the scenes work. Um it's just in our western world unfortunately, you know, we do look for the band-aid to just you know, take us out of the danger zone and I do understand that if you've had a heart attack, if you've had a stroke, it's like 
what do I need to do to stay safe? And I can understand, you know, starting on medication, but I will tell you, it's so beautiful to see clients be able to come off their medication because their levels just, you know, balance out um, by doing the things I'm going to teach you in just a minute. So have that conversation with your doctor. Um, All right. Myth number three, you must avoid any foods that contain cholesterol. This has also been proven to be wrong. In fact, it's been proven over and over and over again now to be false that, you know, certain things like, you know, we used to believe whole foods can be, um, we really need to limit things such as eggs or, or shrimp um, or red meat. Um, but actually when eaten in moderation, they're now found to be quite uh, beneficial to you. So in the most updated study in the Dietary Guidelines for America, they removed their recommendation for adults to limit their cholesterol to 300 milligrams per day. That's old news, you guys. That's actually um, old news. And it's because uh, they found whole foods react in our body quite differently. Uh, like, I could have told you that, right? We, we know that now, that when we're eating real whole foods, naturally our body can recognize them and it can it knows what to do with them and it has so much nutrition to to thrive off of and whole a whole food diet is anti-inflammatory so it works against heart disease um so that myth is now slashed it's not a thing anymore um one study actually observed 177,000 people in 50 countries you guys and they specifically focused on the consumption of eggs because you've heard egg you know egg beaters egg whites all these things it's like oh, I had my my scrambled egg whites this morning and it makes me cringe because that yolk is a multivitamin. It's a B multivitamin. You're getting your Bs, you're getting so much nutrition, you're getting choline for your eyes, you're getting healthy fats. Like that beautiful bright orange yolk is so good for your body. And so I'm so thankful studies like this one have come out. The 177,000 people, you know, like I said, in 50 countries were observed. Um, and they focused on specifically the consumption of eggs and, um, it, you know, it's always been stigmatized, the, the yolk, but they found no significant association between egg intake or cholesterol at all. Um, and this is not a small study. So, and then a 2019 study in the, in a medical journal called circulation, it found that not only were eggs, um, associated with, um, uh, lower, sorry, lower cholesterol and a lower risk of heart disease, but it actually found that just simply replacing, here's the word, replacing processed foods, right? We're not eliminating foods, but we're replacing whole foods with processed foods such as, you know, fish and eggs. Um, and focusing on those, it was associated with a 20% lower risk of heart disease. So as opposed to the people that were just eating, you know, the cholesterol-free diet, but it was in a processed form, so really, uh, the new determination is that heart disease and high cholesterol have no, they're no longer linked to eating whole foods, um, including organic re, uh, red lean cuts of beef, um, you know, but instead it's really, they're finding that it's stemming from high inflammatory, highly processed foods, which 60% of the American diet is from processed high inflammatory foods. Um, and from, you know, also omega-3, sorry, not omega-3, omega-6 rich seed oils um, as well, which are generally found in processed packaged foods, which we'll get into in just a second. 
So the, the moral of the story is, let's again, go back to how our ancestors ate. Let's eat off the farm. You know, let's, if it's in a box or bag, let's keep that in our 20% unless it has, you know, one ingredient on the label. Um, so what can we do on top of eating a whole food diet? Specifically, if we know we have high cholesterol, maybe, you know, you just went in for your yearly physical and you're being told you're in the danger zone, right? Your cholesterol levels are at a 245, we'll say, and, you know, your HDL's low, your LDL's high, what can you do if your doctor's approving this three to six month trial period for you to focus on your diet and the way you're living? You can focus simply on loading up on uh, tons of mono and polyunsaturated fats, nuts, seeds, fish. I, I love salmon. You know, I have tons of fish recipes, salmon recipes on my blog. Avocados. I have chocolate chip avocado muffins on my blog. Avocado oil. Um, olive oil, please at room temperature only though, um, because it becomes, um, once it becomes heated, it has a low smoke point and it, it can become carcinogenic. So you only want to have olive oil, uh, room temperature. I make sure to tell all my clients this because they think they're stir frying with olive oil and they're doing something good for their body. Unfortunately though, they're not, it, it's not good to be heating olive oil. Um, but then there's also coconut oil, coconut oil, along with palm oil, which I don't recommend, but coconut oil are the, and palm oil, they're the only two plant sources of saturated fat. All other forms of saturated fat are from animal products. So coconut oil actually, even though it's a, considered a saturated fat, which we'll get into in a second, it actually is incredibly beneficial for your heart and your body and your brain. So that is the one saturated fat I'll tell you to totally enjoy and load up on. Um, so these foods that I just listed are a large part of the Mediterranean heart healthy diet that's eaten all around the world. And it has, again, the innate ability to literally scrape our artery walls clean and raise our healthy HDL cholesterol and lower our LDL cholesterol like magic. I mean, I love to see, um, to compare clients' blood panels, you know, like a year apart and just, it's so crazy to see like, wow, look at what happened. Your HDL went from a 30 to a, an 85 and you know, your, your total cholesterol is now at a 170. It's just so, it's so exciting for them. It's exciting for me. And then again, I've had many clients be able to, you know, they apply these principles that I'm going to keep teaching to you in a second, but they end up not having to go on medication. Many of them just because they take ownership of their health. Um, so we, we want to focus on these fats, but what we don't want to do is load up on every type of fat, which we really want to limit saturated fats, which are found again in full fat dairy, except for the exception of grass fed butter. Um, my favorite brand is Kerrygold. So grass fed butter contains butyrate, which is a short chain fatty acid, which actually offers a ton of heart healthy benefits and it's incredibly anti-inflammatory. Um, so that's the one, you know, it's, it's a full fat dairy, um, that you can actually have, um, and know that you're still doing something great for your body. But aside from that fatty meat, so cuts like ribeyes, um, strips, you know, you, you want to make sure you're getting like the filet or the sirloin, um, and then chicken skin, turkey skin, uh, those are saturated fats, again, full fat milk, full fat cream, full fat cheese. Um, keep those in your 20%, you guys. If you're going out to dinner, 
uh, with your, your spouse or your friend, totally relax and enjoy once a week, get whatever you want. But besides that, um, really limit these. Don't, don't keep them in your diet. Um, so then you also want to check your labels for hydrogenated hydrogenated vegetable oil. Um, you're going to see it on a ton of labels because it get, it's a chemically altered oil that gives that food a longer shelf life. So it makes sense for the manufacturer to use it, of course, because it's going to help them make more money. But it's in, they're incredibly harmful to your body. Um, along with seed oils. So seed oils, um, typically like, you know, sunflower oil, palm, palm oil, certain things like that. When they're left alone and they're not tampered with, they're not exactly harmful. But the problem is these are once again heated, just like, you know, we talk about olive oil becoming carcinogenic. They are heated and these oils become an unstable. And so these omega-6 vegetable oils are becoming unstable and then what happens is um, they are becoming, again, carcinogenic and very toxic, very in, very inflammatory to your body, and they're cancer-causing, and they are linked to heart disease and um, high cholesterol. So, you know, that plaque buildup that we don't want. Um, so once again, you know, just go back to reading food labels, but also skip the box, skip the bag when you can focus on the outer section of the grocery store, you know, real whole foods without a label as much as you can, your body will figure out the rest. I can't stress that enough. It's such a beautiful thing to see. If you go to other countries, you go to Greece, you go to certain parts of Europe, I mean, they they eat this way and they don't have the same struggles that a lot of us have here in the US. Um, so another thing though that a whole food diet brings to the literal table, unlike a processed standard American diet, is fiber. So fiber is not, despite common belief, it's not just to help you go to the bathroom. Fiber found in the skins and flesh of fruits and vegetables, found in nuts and whole grains. Um, fiber has the ability to actually bind to cholesterol. It swells, then it binds to this cholesterol and the plaque, and it carries it out of the body. So in addition to loading up on all these healthy fats, you wanna to include tons of fiber, which, oh, what do you know? Part of a whole food diet. We're getting our oats, you know, we're getting our, our organic berries on top of our oatmeal for breakfast. You know, we're having lots of fruits and vegetables throughout the day. We can see, we can look back at our day and see the color of the rainbow. Again, we're not counting numbers, macros, points. We're not weighing our food. We are just focusing on eating close to nature. And again, I promise you, your body then, the more you do this, it will have the beautiful ability to heal and to level out. And um, I mean, proof is in the pudding. And um, though I say a lot of the times certain blood tests aren't gonna be like giving you the full picture. We've talked about thyroid and things that can happen behind the scenes. We've talked about being in the normal range for your progesterone, but also what is optimal range? What is the ratio between progesterone to estrogen? But what I will say is, one blood test that's pretty straightforward, it, it is it is your cholesterol panel, your lipid panel. So, you know, you're going to be able to check your levels and, and see the difference if you live this way, I promise you. Now, since heart disease has now been classified as a chronic inflammatory disease, um, again, what do you know? Inflammation is, once again, the root <laughs> cause, the root of all evil. It's time, my friends, to stop smoking. 
It is. It's 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 killing you. It's raise. I don't care how great you're eating. If you're smoking, you're working against the grain. You really are. Also, you really want to. If you're in the danger zone, the the caution zone with your lab panel, and you're being told you're on the line, you want to really eliminate or eliminate uh, limit or eliminate alcohol, and you want to also really really work on your stress. Stress is inflammation. Just keep that in mind. If you are chronically stressed, then your body is probably chronically inflamed, oft- more times than not. Um, so you know it's a psych- it's a, it's a response. Our body, we literally have an inflammatory response to stress. So just to protect our bodies. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, I know it can be easier said than done, but just know you have so much say over over these levels. So you have so much say over your longevity, you know, and the 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 state of your heart and you know, your body. So if you ha- even if you have a really horrible family history, don't lose hope. I promise you there's something you can do. I actually have a horrible cardiac family history um and uh of yeah, of heart disease and you know, I I live this way and my blood panel looks great. Um but it actually looks better than it did in my 20s. So um, lastly, one over-the-counter uh, plant-based supplement that you can add to your regimen with your doctor's approval. I'll say that again, with your doctor's approval. Um, this, is, this, is, this has a huge impact on your cholesterol and it's called citrus bergamot extract, which is a fruit. It's native to Southern Italy and it's so powerful. It contains certain plant compounds called polyphenols that it lowers cholesterol. It really does an amazing job of reducing inflammation. Again, naturally, it's often known as nature's statin. So it's, you know, it, it does lower cholesterol, but without all the nasty side effects. But again, again, of course, check with your doctor and first and foremost, look at how you're living and how you're eating before you add supplements. So, you know, that's first. This is just the cherry on the top if your doctor were to approve it. Um, but yeah, guys, there's there's no need to lose hope. And I promise you, these simple changes can change your life. They really can. They can change the way you feel. Um, they can add years to your life. Uh, so share this episode with somebody that you know might struggle in this department or they have a history of heart disease in their family or they themselves have heart disease um, or a history of stroke, heart attack or stroke. Share this episode. Um, be that friend and share, you know, health is wealth. Um, and so share this information with them, you know, take ownership of your health today and be willing to be willing to do the hard thing and make changes. They're not always comfortable in the beginning. Um, it's not always fun, but this is, I promise you, you're not going to regret it. You won't. And you're going to thank yourself and you're going to have the numbers to prove it. You're going to look at, you're going to be so excited to see your blood panel in six months and you'll know that you did that. You did that because you loved yourself enough to make these choices. All right, you guys, um, episode uh, has to come to an end because my little ones are about to be home. Daddy went and picked them up from school today, but it's always a joy to talk to you guys. And uh, by the time I talk to you all next time, I would have just come back from a Steelers game. So I'll be um, traveling, and um, but I will not miss an episode because this is definitely a joy in my life and I love being here with you all. All right, guys, have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much, friends, for joining me today for another episode on the Live Healthy with Laura podcast. I hope something I said today encouraged you to care for your body, your mind, and your spirit in a way that will allow you to feel your best and have the energy you need to show up the way you want to in this world and make an impact. If something I said today did resonate with you, would you do me a favor and share it with others on your social media and tag me at live underscore healthy underscore with underscore Laura or copy and paste this podcast link and send it to a friend via text. It's my mission to help change the world for the better and I'm hoping you will feel inspired to do it alongside me. And if you like these episodes and are interested in learning more about the Live Healthy with Laura lifestyle, then check out my website at www.livehealthywithlaura.com for lots of blog posts and healthy recipes created by yours truly. Lastly, you can also check out the three books I have written now available wherever books are sold. Thank you so much, friends, once again for being here, and I cannot wait to talk to you next Monday.